Welcome to the SS Fit Finesse podcast, where I'll be sharing some amazing inspirational fitness stories. I'll be speaking to entrepreneurs, top athletes, influencers, businesses, and some all around amazing individuals as they discuss their personal and business journeys within fitness to date. I'll be tapping into their minds to really understand what kind of mindset and habit it takes to overcome obstacles, break down barriers, execute goals and becoming a better version of themselves. My first guest on here, uh, it goes by the name of John Collins, is the World British Masters Men's Physique Champion 2008, the Amateur Olympia 2019 Open Champions Men's Physique Champion, uh, founder of the Limit Heights Project. What are you saying, bro? I'm all good, man. I'm all good. Is that a good enough intro? <laughs> yeah, man, that's, good, that's good. I can live. I can live with that. There's, there's, yeah. there's a few things we could have changed around, but like you know. Okay, 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 that's okay, good. okay. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll work on that one we'll next time. We'll so allow me, allow me, allow me. We'll call it up. Now. All right, and so obviously, I wanted to get you on the show. I mean, like, I contacted you first of all. Thanks for coming on. That's um, not coming at all, man. Because obviously, you reach out to a lot of people. Time's precious in it, so I appreciate your time and taking time out to come and come on the show and speak to me. No. Um, if I'm, if I'm honest, I just like, I, I like, I like seeing what you're doing. So like, if I can support the cause and come and like, you know, come back you and do your thing, that's, that's what Yeah, I'm man. That's what I'm saying, man. So I want to start with just you introducing yourself, like tell people, I mean, and I'm talking about foundations, grassroots of just, just who you are to see. Yeah. What about tell people about yourself, man? Um, I think, well, basically I come from, from, from Dudley. Um, which is like a small town from um, just outside Dudley. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from, from Costadel, Dudley. Yeah. Um, I've been actually training since I was about 23 years, uh, 23 years old. I'm, I'm 43 next, not next week, the week after. Don't look it though. No, well, don't you know, look it. It's a cocoa butter, bro. It's a cocoa, cocoa bro. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cocoa butter. Bro. The black don't crackers. It is. right here, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been, I've been training since I was 23. Um, I didn't have like the traditional way of getting his training since, saying to myself, right. Um, I'm going to start training for now. Um, to cut like the story short, like I actually got attacked. Like I got stabbed when I was uh, about 19 years old. Yeah. Um, made me a bit of a recluse. I didn't really go out too much. I just stopped. you know what, what I mean. You say you got stabbed. I mean, like, was it this a, a random attack or was it just um, was this well, something that you, you may know the attacker? I mean, what what kind of I mean, go back to where? I mean, the reason why I'm, the reason why I'm saying that sort of cut yeah is because. Yeah. I don't want to make no assumptions. I mean, was you living that life? Was you, or was you, was you just a random person on the road and somebody attacked you? You know well, what I mean? I'll tell you where it all started from. It's like basically growing up in the area which I grew up, it was like a predominantly white area. Yeah. And so like I've gone through like a lot of racism and this and that, the other. So I think like when you, when you're like at a young age, you're always trying to find yourself. So you always look at the people who seemingly are getting places. So when I was young, I could see people, yeah. big jewelry and cars. So I was like, yeah, I like those kind of people. I'm not, re- I was never really about like that, what you, what you call that life. I actually, yeah. I actually went to, my uncle was, my uncle actually had like jewelry shops and he sold, okay. sold jewelry. So okay, yeah. I, I went to work with him. Every, every <laughs> so you grafted and got, yeah, the, man, got graft, the jewelry off uncle. Yeah, man, I grafted every single, I grafted every like single weekend on Sunday markets and like to, you know, like to, to get like, to get the jewelry what I was getting. But like, I think, I just wanted more and more just cause I was thinking to myself, well, if I look a certain way, people will give me more respect. Ah. Um, so, okay, is this that, does this come back from the whole 
when you talked about the racism, yeah. I mean, was it gaining respect from the peers around you? I, mean, I like- think it was that because I, I, I went through such, I went through this, this, this thing where it was like living in a, living like in a predominantly white area. Mm. So like dealing with racism every day. What kind of, give me an example. I mean, cause there's different, there's different levels of racism in it. Like, I say it's racism, like I say, like, obviously remember like I'm, I'm 43 years old. So yeah. when I, I've been dealing with racism serious race from from the age of about say seven i can remember yeah. like kids in school telling me they're gonna their parents are gonna mark an x and get you like out yeah. that kind of stuff i was right. dealing with like from from that age yeah um so you know it's like you i think it's like i think i'm just trying to find like an i find your identity mm. yeah. so i dealt with that so then i think obviously if you fast fast forward like through like the other bits of, like racing which I dealt with there I started like being around like more people who look like me which mm. I thought to myself well this is going to work out a lot better yeah you've been around like a lot of white people giving you like a lot of like abuse and whatever so yeah. if you if you're around more black people everything's going to be like even be more blessed yeah yeah actually, yeah makes sense it, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool but like even that had its problems because like they said to me it was like well, boy, you, you sound like a white man. What? Oh, <laughs> so, so you're getting it from both ends. So I'm getting it from both. <laughs> so I'm getting it from both ends. So, but I think back then, it's like um, it's only when I, when I think back, I used to stick out like a Christmas tree. I was covered in like big chopped bracelets and yeah. rings and whatever. So like that's how I used to go to college. Oh shit! Yeah, I'd go to I'd go Is to it? college like, covered in covered in jewelry and whatever. So so what? What? Okay, so what do you think that attracted a lot of attention to yourself? I think I, I think I attracted the wrong attention yeah. to myself. Yeah, and because like what I wasn't really watching was like the guys or the people who had like the big rings and chains or whatever. They had something about them and like they yeah. were about that life. I was just like a a guy from like a s- small council estate. Yeah. Um. I didn't really know how to speak to people. I didn't really like know myself as such. I just thought yeah. the, it was all perception. Okay. Perception based. So I think to myself, if, if I get the look right, everything else should fall into place. But um, I think sometimes when you stick out like a sore thumb amongst all your friends, you're going to be the notable one for, and probably for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So I f- it was like one night I'd gone out and I actually wasn't wearing all my jewelry. I think it was the days like when we used to like wear big oversized coats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, big, like South Pole coats. Yeah. Yeah. The reversibles and all that. Yeah. 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 So I'd, yeah. I'd gone out the one night and like we'd, we'd gone to like, uh, gone to a party and, on that night, pro- on that night, uh, one of my one of my uh, friends that was an uh, Asian guy, like had his chain stolen from him, got it ripped from around his neck. Okay, and we got it back for him, and like we was there, they were saying, right, listen, you guys get out of here, just go go home and do whatever you're gonna do. So, I was actually just walk, I just walked out there quite innocently, thinking, well, I'm in the ma- I'm in the ma- um, majority, so I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but lo and behold, like these guys came out because like they wanted their chain back. What they took off this guy, ran past them. But there was some guys who I recognised from college who, kind of, let's just say that they set me up because like, okay, because I think if th- those guys like who came to me, they would never have known what yeah 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 that's how a lot of things work and it people talk and and then yeah you can easily become a target in it yeah 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 so when that see like that happened that was like a big thing for me because like i was just like used to like living in an area where people just put the fist up and fought yeah and that was it but like i say it was like a a real shock um it was a big shock to my system and shocks to people around me as well to know that like something can happen to that in like something can happen like that in such a small town yeah. like it's like dudley and like Bride hill is a place where everyone's related everyone knows each other yeah, yeah, yeah. so when um when something like this happens it's like wow i only, only see i see things like it's on tv 
Yeah. So when it happens to me, thing. yeah, when it happened to me now, like it kind of, I kind of shut down. So I didn't have a reaction for it. Was it, so it wasn't a fake, obviously it's not fatal because you're here, but I mean, like it wasn't, it was just like, where did you get stabbed? Yeah, on, on the inside of, so what, on the inside of my leg. So was it a scruff, a scruff or was it a few people coming for you? One well, person? Like, well, what it was, uh, the, I, I just, I'm, I'll never, I'll never forget the day, like the, like the, the guys like who come me. I was quite small then. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I didn't like get this height until like yeah. some years later, but I was quite, I was still quite small then, but the guy was like, oh, let me come and look, at, let me take a look at your rings. And I'm thinking, how does he know that I've got rings on? Uh, um, and like I saw the people who's with, pulled out this knife which is like kind of never ending and oh like, it was kind of a tussle backward and forward and like they kind of held me down the little bits the, the, the few little rings that I had on because I didn't wear all my jewellery that yeah, day yeah 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 um, I remember having like a, a sovereign ring a, can, can remember like yeah sovereign, no sovereigns so, man yeah. people still wear them things I still see, yeah, I still, see <laughs> you still got one in the back pocket yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a big had a big dirty square sovereign yeah and, and I remember like um, that was the last what, last piece of jewelry which I bought, mm. like I'd saved up like for a long time for it. I remember hiding it in my mouth, and like these guys were jumping on me, and like there was boots yeah. and kicks. And I just felt something sharp on the inside of my leg. They took my wallet, yeah. took my wallet from me, took my money from me, pried my rings off, and then I like, just on their toes and just, like, yeah. kind of just left me there. I was like kind of like unconscious. Yeah. Um, I I just remember like coming around and like blue lights, ambulance there, like a few, yeah. a few people I know were there and then just heading off to the hospital. It's completely kind of shook. Yeah, yeah. Shook yeah. Up, can, well, can't imagine, but yeah, it's, that's going to be frightening, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. We see, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a nice experience. It wasn't a nice experience at all. But I think like now looking back, it kind of shaped obviously where I am now. Yeah. So so I so said, like, I'm, I'm at this, I'm at this point where I don't, I don't really see anything as anything that's bad happening. It's just a lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. So. What, how did that affect you or did it affect you um, mentally? It, it, it affected. What did it do to you? Like. It affected me where um, I didn't know who to trust because as I say, initially when I, in, from the start, what I was saying is like, uh, you, I'm dealing with like people like who are, are racist to me, like on a yeah. daily basis. And it's, it's always something which like, I deal with yeah. here, here and there. So I'm thinking, okay, the white guys and the white people, they don't like me too much. Yeah. Are all we like there. Do you know what, was it a white guy or a black no, guy? It was, no, it's black guys who do. Black guy ca crazy in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. After, yeah. Yeah, so it's a black person that robbed you. But, yeah. So was it even a racist attack? No, yeah, no, as you can't even say no. that. It was just like, yeah, okay. I think like the ra obviously the racism which I dealt with it's just verbal. Yeah, yeah. But like I think like you know that sometimes verbal stuff can hurt you much as like yeah, physical, yeah, physical yeah, of course. Well. It's a mental thing. Like, it was like so like the white guys like verbally abused me and like the, the black guys who come for me like they just physically done what they did did to me. Yeah. So it's like the way that affected me was like who do you really which side do you go on where do you, who do you trust where what do you do yeah um. But like I said, I had, I had like friends and like cousins like who would, would be around. Yeah. But it was just very kind. It was a, it was a very weird time in my life where it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I was scared to go to town. Um, yeah. I could leave out the house. But then I remember like going to like one of like my friend's parties and that, and I was saying to the guys, could we used to have like some real like crazy like fashion back then, but yeah. we used to like, like some of the guys used to wear like wear these like ski masks things. Oh yeah, I remember them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this, yeah, the ski, this actual ski mask, isn't it? You yeah, know, like yeah. Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, 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 same, yeah, same <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. I remember like, um, those were like the fashion at the time where guys yeah. just wear those and gloves and whatever. Yeah. And I, um, we was going somewhere and I sent some of my friends, listen, 
I'm not going nowhere unless you lend me your mask because like I don't want to go out just yeah. just in case they. But don't you? It's mad how you say that because don't you think that's you come across? What do you mean? If you're in a mask, you're going to come across into that. You're going to draw attention to yourself. Um, I th- that's the that was the way my young mind was thinking. Okay, yeah, don't, just a, yeah, I don't want to be seen. I, I don't want to be seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be out, but I don't want to be seen. So I, I, I was like. If I've got a mask on, I, no one's going to really recognise me. Or I don't want nothing to start. And it was just, it was just like, well, basically, it's like all that happened to me, but I was still worried that like someone could probably spot me and mm. you know probably do it again. Because like it, it never leaves your mind. It's like if something happens to you once, it can always happen to you like a second time. So it's just like, okay, so here you are, you're eighteen. Yeah, you've be you've gone through like years of being racial abuse. Mm. Um, being attacked. Yeah. Uh, you've you've you're trying to find yourself, trying yep. to find your identity. Trying to, all these things are happening. Yeah. You don't want to go out. No. Nope. Um. Yeah. What next? I mean, where does uh where does fitness fall into this? When the, you right, I know exactly where fitness falls into this. I think basically what it was like. I my mum's brother um he's passed away and he passed away when he was thirty seven. Okay. My, it's my uncle Freddie, and he was a big influence on me. He was he was like my big brother. Yeah. And he was quite respected around that area. Cause like when, when my, when my family first moved, moved like into the area where we were, yeah. we used to like go through like some, like some racist, like stuff, the whole family go through some like racist stuff. Right. But my uncle was not to be messed with. He was very handy. Okay. So okay, when yeah. guys used to come for him, like they, they were leaving limping. Okay. So he was, <laughs> he was about in it. So he was always very handy. He was about, so, but like I didn't have that thing. Was he big himself? Was it, Monk was, was into, it? into the training. Gym. Okay. Yeah, okay. He was, yeah. He yeah. Big himself. So like, but I didn't have what he had. He had like that natural aggression. Yeah. I'm not a naturally aggressive guy. It's like, yeah. but like he just had that natural aggression. I suppose like in those days, if you're naturally like kind of bullshit aggressive, yeah. and like, you know, people's going to like leave you alone. But I remember me after it happening because yeah, when I, after I got stabbed and it was, we was chatting in, we was in my grand's kitchen. Yeah. And my grand's got this like little C-shaped kitchen and I had two, my, my hands either side and I was chatting to him and he was saying to me, so what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know what? Yeah, it's like, you you know, you like all this flashy stuff. He said, if you wear that, like, you're going to have to defend it, man. So what? Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm going to be, I can help you out, but I'm not always going to be around like to, to, yeah, to look at you, it, yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was quite just blase about it, thinking to myself, I'm okay because my uncle's ill. Yeah. He's yeah. always going to be here to look out for me. But I remember like, the C-shaped kitchen has got like a, 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 a it's a very inter- integral part of the story now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm chatting to my uncles, holding uh, my, either side of the kitchen. like, And I was doing what, what I now know were dips. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I, I used to do that when I used. I used to do it, swing, 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 swing off the edge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we was having like a conversation for about say 15, 20 minutes or so. So I'm doing this for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then forgot about it. I remember like waking up next morning and feeling my arms. I was like, ache. Yo, what's, what's, what's going on yeah. here? What's going on? So like, it yeah. was like, it wasn't, it wasn't a horrible pain. I just felt like some, some something, some, something's going on. Something's <laughs> going on in the back of my arms. I was like, oh, it's actually, so like, I've got this, this thing of like, I can trace what I've done or where I've been to like get to, to, for, to get a feeling. Yeah. So I was like, what was I doing yesterday? Oh yeah, I was chatting to my uncle's yeah. arms down. And I remember going back and doing, the dips, doing the dips again. again. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I, I remember just like going around going, I like this. Yeah. Because it felt a bit hard. 
Yeah. So like obviously my arms are like probably that size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that time, but I'm like walking around the house. But I've all I've always pretty much had shoulders anyway. Like, okay, I've, okay. You know, so we've got, like, good, we've got good genetics. Like, yeah. within my family. So, um, I think it was from there. Um, I started just doing press ups. Yeah. Um, um, started doing press ups. I also started doing dips off the back of a chair in my grand's house. My grand like had like this is, is this this off your own back? Like, did this, you did you know what dips was? Did you have to look it up on the internet? No, or I, did, I didn't look it just, up. I just, just, I, just I, I think everything I'd done was just based off what I could feel. Yeah, yeah. I, at this this point, I'm never I'm not like training because I want to look a certain way because I. I trained for years and not realised what I was meant, to, what I was looking like. I didn't yeah. know. I just, I just done something because it felt. Yeah, good. felt good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was more, more based on the feeling. Okay. So yeah, I just started like doing dips off, off this back of this. My granny used to have this like all like rickety like chair yeah. in the kitchen. And I remember it was like making this squealing. I was like, ah, ah, <laughs> doing dips <laughs> off there, and just keep on getting that feeling. So that was like the first lot of exercise I ever used to do was like dips and press ups. Yeah. That's all I did. Did you get a foundation then? Do you feel you got some kind of foundation think, from the back of that? Yeah, I think that's where the foundation came from because like I just kept on doing it all yeah. based off the feel. Nothing about, I didn't tell myself like you, if you're trained, so you're going to look big. I just, I just done it. Um, yeah. I think it was like some months down the line because like I've got not an addictive personality, but once I start doing something and I, and I feel something from it, I yeah. just can't, I'll just keep on. You know what? It's funny you say that. I feel that you, when especially a lot of people that go to the gym or like they have that personality. I have that personality too. Yeah. Once I'd get hold of something, I'm just like, I've got to do it again. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've got to you chase it. Like you chase the feeling, don't yes, you? Yes, and yes. And then you, you just, then it becomes addictive. I mean, like, yeah, yeah I think for most the people you're seeing it, I think it becomes addictive, man. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel what you're saying on that. Yeah, so, I think, it, and it was actually, it was actually my uncle who spotted it in me. Yeah. So I remember like, um, it was kind of mad really, because like, um, I'd never like walk around the house like no top on, but I think I'd gone from the kitchen, like to the, so from the bathroom to the bedroom. Yeah. And my uncle was like, you've been training, you've been training. And I was like, and, and I was like, Is, was that like, to me, that was like a compliment. Yeah. 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 You've been training. I was like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, look at your shoulders, look at yeah. your arms. I'm like, really? Oh, really? <laughs> but like, I didn't know whether he was just like humoring me. So yeah, like, yeah. but like his monk was like, he was like a real comedian, but like yeah. he never like, like really like took the mick out of me where he just, he just said that to me. So, I think then I was chatting to someone, like one of my friends, and they were saying, like they actually said to me, it was all like, you look different, man. Like you've been, mm. and they, uh, they were talking about like, I was like saying, yeah, I'll just do press-ups. And they yeah. said to me, you know what you need to get? I was like, what? They need to get some press-up stands. Okay, okay, okay. So I have got the same press-up stands at home. To this day. To this very day. To this day. And I will not get, they're, they're wrapped up in sellotape. Yeah. Yeah, and I won't get rid of them. But like, it's, I actually bought these press-up stands and they changed, they changed, they were the game changer for me. Okay. So how does it, how do you get from, obviously there's one thing, obviously working out. Yeah. In your, your house. Okay. Then you, 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 you get in a feel for, your body's changing and whatnot. Yeah. Then how do you get to being British champion? <laughs> wow, that's, a big, that's a big old jump there. That's a big jump. I mean, like, is it? Well, basically, like, I've, I've, I've thought about this a couple of times, and what it is, it's like I've, I get like I said, I've got into that routine of keep on repeat, like repeat. It was like a repetitive pattern. Yeah, yeah. Training, training, training. So, like, obviously, I trained at home like for for many years. Yeah, uh, trained at home for a while. It was like one of my friends. It wasn't like till like some years later. One of my friends like introduced me. Said to me, "Oh, I'm going to the gym." Mm. And like, I think by that time I was still like 
bit like, oh, mixing with people and whatever. Oh, but okay, I'll just go. So yeah. I'd gone to the gym for the first time and like, I'd see like everyone lifting big weights and, and I was like, I shouldn't be here, man. Cause like these guys can lift more weights than me. So I remember like getting underneath the bar and pushing like, like say 20 aside. Yeah. And then <clears throat> there was going, okay, we're going to just, just do like 10 reps. Yeah. I must have banged out. Like say 50, yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going, okay. Yo, <laughs> everyone's like, look at me. He's going, this geezer, geezer what's, 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 he, what's he doing? But like, I still, as I said, like I'm, I'm still oblivious to your abilities. My what, abilities what you, what you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think, um, I say if we skip all the way forward, like to say me being like world champion or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, I'd only realized what my body was fully capable of yeah. the last three years. Three, four Crazy, years. isn't it? Yeah. Like it's a, like I'm saying that that's a journey and a half, man. I feel like a lot of people don't. You, you, you your body is here. You, it's up to you what you want to do with it, isn't it? Yeah. Like you, but you're capable of a lot of things. It depends on where you want to take it. Or um, it starts all up with obviously your mindset. Oh yeah, of course. And you feel that's helped you. Did your mindset change? All these things haven't happened before. Kind of contributed to you get into the whole competing side because being. Um, a person that suffered from like, like obviously beat social, the social side of it, social anxiety and, side yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that to going on stage is a different level. Like, like I'm a quite confident person, yeah. but stepping onto the stage and being there to solely to be criticized yeah. on your physique, you have to be in a, I think you have to be in a good place with yourself, confidence, confidence wise. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And yeah. I, I think what it was, I think I'd, I'd had, way too many people asking me if I'd competed before or yeah. gone on stage before. And it become it was almost like a regular thing. Whatever gym I went to, someone's like, you compete? I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, I used to kind of look that not look down at it. I used to do this thing where I'm like, no nah, man, I ain't getting me wearing them no tight up no tight up gold pants with with baby oil. Nah, bro. This is why I think I was a bit like I mean, so I've, I've competed too. Obviously, we know we competed in the same show and that. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, like it's the same thing. I was a bit like, well, I ain't gonna get in that. Oh, no one in my circle has done nothing like that. I'm not gonna get on the yeah, stage yeah. and oil up myself and put tan on. I'm yeah, only yeah. black, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know tan, you know what I mean? Like, now, nah, but it's, it's, I think it's a good challenge for yourself. I mean, yeah, yes. Once you do something like that. I think, the, you know what? Yeah. Cause I say there's, there's like, there's, there's big, like, like, like pinnacles within my life. And I think say, I became a dad at 30. Okay. Yeah. And because like, I didn't, I didn't grow up with my dad. I think the only people I with my two uncles like to, All right. like, you know, for me, like to, watch what they do and mm. I'm, I'm my granddad like who passed away some years years before yeah but i think it was when 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 my son was born yeah uh, yeah yeah when my yeah, when my son was born that was the the thing of like you know what i've got to be the best i can be for him so yeah uh, say so by the time you know being a dad like for a couple of years and i, I didn't start competing until i was like nearly 40. okay yeah yeah so that was pretty late yeah, but never late. You know, obviously, it's, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, is yeah. it, if you can do it when you're forty, I mean, as long as you have got the ability to yeah. do it, I mean, so okay, so you you went you went into you went to compete, yeah. Then, then what? Yeah, like when yeah. Um, I went to comp my my the way I broke into it was like I actually went to go and do a model search for um, okay. Uh, what's he called? Um, 
at the at the NEC, not yeah. the, they do like the uh, the body expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I initially went in to go and do that, and I think I went in like um I don't like this this casting down in Cardiff. Yeah, I spoke to one of the guys like who um, judged in PCA. He said like you should get yourself into into PCA. I was like I don't know what that means. I've just come here to do like some model search. Um, so I checked out as I was as I, as I was doing like the model search, and I decided to do the two things on the same day. Okay. So I done the model search on the morning, PCI in the afternoon. Yeah. Didn't come anywhere with the model search. Came third in my first show uh, uh, for PCI. Okay. Um, and that's that's a big thing. That's yeah. a big thing. Man, congratulations on that anyway. Yeah. But I mean, to do that, to step on stage, how many competitors were there? Um, sure. God, there must have been about, um, about say, there was, it was a big lineup. It was about, yeah. probably about say, maybe about say 15 or more. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, about fifteen or more. I came came third, but it was it was my po- I didn't know how to pose. Yeah, that's the thing um, that that's the thing that gets me. Yeah, yeah. You see, some of these the physique. I mean, the fit. Some of these physique guys are stiffer than the 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 the, the, the bodybuilders. Like, yeah. <laughs> they seriously are, man. The stiff man. The stiff. Yeah, yeah. yeah God. Um. Yeah. So my my first show. And the only reason why I came third because like my posing was like. Yeah. I think my posing was horrendous. I like I okay. looked. You could see me like doing the pose and looking across and going. Oh, is that how you do? Is that how you do? Yeah, like, yeah. I was just like adjusting as I was going yeah. along, thinking it was just me in a room on my own. But like, no, there's cameras and people watching yeah. from all different directions. So that kind of gave me the, that gave me such a boost to know that like I'd got something which was worth a trophy. Yeah. So I've done the on the Saturday afternoon. I've done my first PCA show. Yeah. Then on the Sunday, they put me in the in the worlds. With like all like the world, like worlds and all the pros, yeah. And then I got invited to the British, which was like in probably say October of that year. I came third again. Okay, all right, yeah. My, in my second show, yeah. Um, the year after, um, when I was registering again, they said, well, because of the age that you are, you can go and do a masters. All right, yeah. So, jumped on to do masters. Also, oh, th- this point you were competing in the. Oh. Oh, you weren't competing in the Masters, you were competing in like um, oh, Open Age. Open Age. Yeah, yeah. Open Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, yeah. The first, yeah, the first one yeah. I was competing in Open Age. When I competed again, they said to me, well, you know what, you, you have the right to compete in Masters because of your age. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I jumped onto Masters and I got my first win. Was that when I, when my same show as me? Um, no. Two, that, um, 2017 at Birmingham? Yes, yes. It wasn't it? I'm sure it was, yeah, yeah because I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. it, yeah. Um, and then like I'd done another masters again and I won that too. Okay. Um, how's that feeling for you now? Like that? I mean, cause I know how it felt for me. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know what? Yeah. I feel like I find it hard to celebrate and I find it hard like to, I, I used to find it hard to celebrate my achievements. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't really know how to use. Yeah. We're going to carry on. We're going to carry on. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I don't know how to. I didn't know how how to feel because I could remember like all what I've gone through. I've mm. never had no praise. I've never won anything as such. Where no one's ever thought said, "No, I know he's a good guy and like he's deserved this." But yeah. it's like I was like, "I've won." Um, everyone was more excited for me than I was, yeah. so I didn't know. I got that. I think I got that. I mean, I was just a bit like, okay, then I was to cut you. Well, same thing. I was just fought the majority to compete in, trained for it, had yeah. the physique, went on stage, done it, won. Yeah, and effectively, fair. Well, did you? I mean, did you, I, in my head, I f- always thought I had the ability to win in it. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to go and do this and win. I never, th- I never thought that because like, I think like 
as, as, as I say now, it sounds a bit crazy, but like I, I still like had like a bit of like low self-esteem to the point where I'm like, yeah. I'll just take part. I yeah. Mo- everyone who I spoke to said, well, you're going to win. There, was, there yeah. wasn't anybody who I spoke to who knew anything about training. Who, they said, well, you've got to die. Like I'll, yeah. I'll be walking around, like people say, People, I'll be in the gym and someone say, "Yo, show him your, show him your abs." I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay. really? You know, and I'm like, "Yo, it's amazing." I'm like, "Is that good?" I'm, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you saying yeah. So I didn't know how to find that excitement to to, to like to to celebrate. I yeah, didn't, I didn't know what it, what it was meant to be. I could I've seen it with other people. Yeah, but I'm like, they look really happy when they win. But I've won. I'm just like, um, it, okay. Thanks. I don't know how to. Was that, st- that, that can't be the, that can't be the case. Still, case with the Ringy British champion. Um, I think it. It's you know what? Yeah, this is this is the this is true story now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I won the uh, when I won the uh, British champion, yeah. like um, a few weeks later, I won the worlds. Yeah. Um, I was happy, and like I said, I've got my two trophies there. And I'm, yeah, which is I remember great. seeing the post, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. sick, man." Uh, yeah, yeah, I won the t- I won the trophies, and it took about another, say, five six months for me to realise what I'd done. Yeah, I remember driving back from Manchester. I was like, some of my everyday um, job is like delivering cars. Okay, that's what yeah. I did myself. And we we're stuck in some real heavy traffic, and I started looking through my pictures. Yeah, and I remember looking at my rear. I, I, I remember exactly which shot it was. It was a rear shot from yeah. the um, from the from the British, um, where I was like doing the double bicep back back pose. Yeah, I looked. And I was like, "Damn, Dave was mad." That's me. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, I like I remember like being in the in the traffic and going, "Laugh at yourself, like yo." That's me. Yeah. That's me. And um, I, th- I I think it was like one, I think it might have been my cousin Stacey or, or maybe, usually if anything like that, I'll normally ring up my cousin Stacey and like, yeah. like, t- like tell him how I'm, how I'm feeling about something because like he just, he just gets me. Yeah. So I remember like, yo, this me? This yeah. what I've done? He's like, you don't know. I was like, but I, I can't believe it though. And he's like, that was months ago. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. only feeling it now. So that was my first experience of like. Of actually giving yourself that tap on the back and saying, yeah, look, you you know, like self, self, rec- self recognition can sometimes be, you know, like sometimes people can mix up self recognition with being like big headed or yeah. this, but like I find, I found it quite hard to do, but like when I've genuinely found it, it was like, the, it was like the best thing in the world for me. Like, mm-hmm. Wow. This is amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, man. So yeah, I think it's important to give you that yourself that it's so easy when you set yourself goals yeah. and you're driven and you, I mean, you got all the, I mean, got, I mean, I was a little bit like that. You just get caught up in the moment and it just yeah. getting the hard training, keeping focused and yeah. so on. And then actually appreciate and say, look, I've done this. Like, you know, you got to give yourself that pat on the back because if you don't do that, then you're forever chasing. I yeah. think being, being able to get to that point of giving you, giving yourself a pat on the back mm. is not something which you can just plan for yourself. Yeah. It's, it has to be like a natural progression for you to get there for you to say, okay, I really deserve this pat off my back myself. Yeah. Because like anything that you're doing is hard work. Yeah. Like, you know, you know like, the, like, like, like being devoted like to, the, to your diets and your training yeah. and your friends saying, let's go out for a few drinks and let's go and eat from here. And you're like, no. Serious. No. I got slated for that. You know what? I got, kind of quick, I got slated for that. Like my friends are going out drinking. Yeah. And at the point when I decided to compete, I would kind of, I'd been in shape. Um, 
when I was and then I'd put on a bit of weight kind of because I was had an injury and I just kind of took a t- I do this I go yo yo kind of thing it's not like good I shouldn't do that but I, I kind of lead gym for a bit yeah. then I find inspiration to get back in the gym and I yeah, get back yeah. on it so at that point I can't everybody was used to me being a certain size in it yeah and um then I decided, look, I'm going to go do this. And a lot, a lot of people hadn't seen that overside to me, that whole fitness thing. Yeah. So when I went and done that and I've cut off all the drinking yeah. and I was still going out though. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't drinking, I was drinking water and that and they were getting yeah. drinks, but I was in all sorts. And then it was just like, then it became a thing. Like they were jo- la- laughing at me saying, oh, you're just going to give him water. We can't invite the food because he can't get the right food and so on. Yeah. But after, <laughs> you should have seen it, but after when I actually achieved it, they, the respect I got, from everybody was he's a different war game man like everyone respect that because they've seen yes the sacrifices you made I'm you know for me it was like a whole big jump yeah you have to as I said I have to keep on referring everything back to from when I was younger because like I carried a lot of that I carried so much of that into my adult life where I'm yeah. like Oh, I don't think I'm really that good. I don't think I'm I'm all that or whatever. Everyone tells you all the time that oh you look great, you look amazing, but it's like you just don't buy it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like I'm not really buying that. Even if ten people, twenty people in a row tell you the same thing, I'll be like, hey, I just didn't. Yeah, but we, I bet you'd take a negative comment on, though, wouldn't you? Of course. Yeah, I think that's. I think we're built like that, isn't it? I think we're taught. I had a conversation the other day with um my cousin who's. Same thing, like you, we built, like we take on a negative. Everyone's it's always take on all the negatives. Yeah. One negative comment, a hundred positive comments, but one negative comment can just throw you, just throw you, and you can take it on. Yes, I think what I was getting though, it was like I was getting people like that. It wasn't like even like a full on negative. It was like little side jabs and little. Get, and stuff. Did you get the whole? But it's, it's easy for you though, man. It's easy yeah, for you. Well, you. You're not. You. This is natural to you. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. You got and, that. And I. And uh, one like there used to be like a lot of people say to me, "Oh, you must be like jabbing all heap of this." Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, no, and then like you just it becomes like a, a regular conversation, and then like I start to train myself to answer these questions and like not to be so kind of like, uh, and, like yeah, defensive, yeah. yeah, defensive about it. And then like I start like to answer like a little bit more smartly afterwards. Like mm. I'm like it, I've kind of used the same method as I've done with like the people who were like kind of like racist. Because like someone who's racist towards you. And like you're a bit, bit, you can't fight them all the time, especially if you, if it happens nah. every day, you can't fight them nah. every day. It's their issue. It's their issue. It's not yours. So when someone comes to me and says things about like, oh, the way you're looking, you must have done this and this, that, the other, you can't be defensive towards it because it, it, it burns you out. Yeah, it literally yeah, burns you out. Yeah. So I got to a stage of like, I remember like my, my first like generic answer when people were like, oh, you must have done this or you must be like that to look like that. I'm like, no, not really. And they're like, mm. yeah, come on, come on. I'm like, listen. If you built a house with your own hands, brick by brick, and no one saw you build it and it was there for you to see it at the end and you was living it at the end. Yeah. And then I said to you that you didn't build it. How would you feel? And yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, well, this is my house, which I've been building. You don't see me every day. Yeah. Um, you know, like you'll see me like for about 15, 20 minutes, but like I'm always just doing what I'm doing because this is what I enjoy doing. And like now this is the outcome of what I look like through keep on continuously building, putting that brick by brick each day. So that's Come on. That's that's a good terminology. That's, yeah. that's true. That's true. It's a good way to the good way to look at it and a good yeah. way to communicate that to somebody yeah. that's give you that criticism. I think, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I might use that myself. Yeah. I think the other one, the other one I used to use was like, um, I used to say to people, say, do you respect a liar? And they're like, no, not really. I said, well, if you think I'm lying, that means you don't respect me. So I'll just give you a suggestion. 
don't talk to me because I'm a liar. You don't, you don't talk yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, don't yeah, don't yeah. be associated with I'm giving you a tip. Don't be associated with a liar. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, you know, I, I, I think it's people, it's, it's easy. People, it's easy for someone to say, oh, you're this and you're that because mm-hmm. it's that, it's people's insecurities. Yeah. They project on you um, and they, and people will. It's natural. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so... Um, he just had to, yeah, empathetic towards them and just, yeah, okay, it, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You know what it is. Oh, yeah, of course. So, that, so that's that's the main thing. And you yeah, got there yeah. by yourself. They went there yeah. training with you. So you, you don't need validation from anybody. I'm sure, no, no, I'm no, sure no. you know that. No, not at all. Because I said, it, was, it was never a validation thing anyway. It was just more so for the feel. It was always, okay. it was always just based on the feel. Okay. It felt right. So, like, I mean, okay, we got, you've, you've won. You've achieved quite a lot um, in a short amount of space of time. Yeah. Uh, within the competing um, industry, yeah. Um, what I, I mean, you, what are you doing now? I mean, you, uh, you taught that you, you founded a company, and that's yeah. called Limitless Heights Project. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, tell me a bit about that. And that, how, where's that stem from? Is this something that you built from your younger? This or? is pretty much like my own kind of brainchild because it kind of stems from how how I, um, how I came up myself within what I've dealt with, how I've dealt with it. Because like the way, what I, what I generally say to someone when I talk about myself, I say, listen, well, the, the ingredients, what's been thrown in to make me, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have this cake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker like for like, for, you know, like for like uh, analogies. And yeah, yeah. I always like to say to people, listen, with the ingredients, what's been thrown into my, my mixing bowl. Yeah. Um, I still question myself. How is it? I've come, how is this cake turned out in such a way? Yeah. Okay. And, you don't normally, you don't have to be going through like the, the whole race. Whatever you, whatever you, whatever your battles are, because everyone's got like their battles. Yeah, yeah. So this is when I decided like I wanted to start doing something. So like I've done, I've got like, I'm a, I'm an NLP practitioner as well. Okay. That's, that's neuro-linguistic Neuro programming. programming yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, and I yeah. do, obviously I've done my, my, uh, my PT. Um, I've got like a PT level three and doing like all my PT stuff as well. Um, and I think it kind of it kind of stemmed from like com- just general conversations that I have with people. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't I don't get nothing from being judgmental. So like the less judgmental I am, the more I get to find out about people. Okay. And yeah. They, yeah. That's they, good. They, that's true. They, yeah. They, let you, they let you know more, mm-hmm. and you'll find that like because it's just like a natural thing that I do. I can have like real organic conversations with people yeah. and the amount of times I've had like some deep conversation with people. And I'm not, I won't say, yeah, you're right. He's wrong. I'll just give you my point of view. It's not sitting on the fence. It's like a, a view for there and a view for there. Yeah. And like the amount of times like people would say to me, you know what? Yeah. I didn't realize that you spoke like this and like you've thought like this, you know, what? Yeah. Yeah, like I feel much better now you've spoke to me mm. or like I've been able to get that out and, it's always like you're a big guy but like you actually you're you're all right so it was it kind of stemmed from there really like just the the the, something like the conversations that i had with people tell me about it what is it what is it though um it is it is basically mentoring um Uh mentoring uh coaching pt and then like later on down the line we'll be looking like to clothing like uh training apparel but um okay I'll within like last few like last board well, within this year like I've uh, done like some some talks within schools mm-hmm. um, about like mindset and like you know setting goals yeah and you know like um, some like the adversities which you may face when you like, when you're setting your goals and, and what you're gonna be dealing with and I've done like another talk with like a uh, with mind yeah uh, for mental health okay I think that's well. a big thing at the moment isn't it like yes. the whole mental health I think fitness the mentality uh 
the kind of approach you have to take in regards to going to the gym or anything, anything active and looking after yourself. Yeah. Is it marries well with anything like business and life. If you take yes. that same approach to everything else, it's, it's, it's the same tools, the same mindset you oh, need, yeah, isn't it? Most, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, most definitely. And I, th- and I think the more I spoke to people, just like on a, just some kind of on a, on a, on a, on a general about like how they're feeling, because like that's, that's my, that's my thing. A lot of the time, it's like, oh, we want to know how people are feeling. Yeah. How are you feeling? Are you, not like, are, are you okay? Because like the natural answer to it, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you ask someone how they're feeling, so. I think that's where it kind of like came from. So like the idea kind of married together, I thought to myself, well, I've got these qualifications and put them together and I've got friends who I'll just talk to on a, on a daily basis. And like they, they've got, they, they say to me, John, we've got something from you talking to us the way that you do. Yeah. I'm sure you could probably help someone else. So I think it's, it's something I've just been doing without like really thinking about it too much. Yeah. yeah. So it became a bit of a no brainer to say to myself, you know what? Yeah. I'm about to try and put this in as a package and put it together and like, see if I can affect and help other people who've probably been through some of the things that I've gone through. Yeah. Um, because you know, you know, when you said before about when people say they're looking and go, Oh, it's okay for you. Mm. Someone who says it's okay for you, they know nothing about your background or your story or they just see things just here. Yeah. And that, I think sometimes that's what like mental health is about and all that kind of like mentoring and coaching. That's what it's about where, you people have just got see someone from the outside and just assume that they're all right. Yeah. When like the most is going on. It's yeah, it's and true. Yeah. But people will never, not never, but a lot of people don't share their emotions. No. And with this whole, I mean, tone of the whole social media, it is a show real of the best life. Yes. Uh, it's so easy. Just everyone just showing the best part of them. Yes. But then the mental side and things people go through. Yeah, people won't share that with a lot of people. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, because I started to be like very more like uh, transparent in like explaining because uh, like to, like to type out how I was feeling about a situation, whatever. And like yeah. I was getting like a few people like messaging me saying, you know what, yeah, like I didn't know you were like that, or I didn't, I didn't yeah. understand. I'm like, well, we need to talk and need to like interact. Yeah, so you can't get as much as you want to get just from looking at a, a, a picture. Yeah, the picture can like. To me, it could be, oh, this looks great. And to you, you'd be like, oh, that doesn't look too great. Well, the picture is what you're, if, if you're looking at a picture, you're going to make your assumption of that picture. So it's going to be a reflection of what you think that is, yes. not what's actually happening, isn't it? So like, yeah. You, so yeah, you could post something up and somebody can perceive that the wrong way. Um, same with texting, you know, like you can text somebody and, so, and, uh, yeah, then, yeah, and somebody could, yeah. and then people could just take it the wrong way. And you're like, I didn't even mean, I didn't mean, I get that with my missus all the time. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, boy, that's, that's pretty much normal with, with women. But like, I think with also with myself, cause I, the one thing I didn't really like mention to you, like from about, when I, from everything which where I'm to now stems from like younger. Yeah. So I used to have like a stutter yeah. and I speak with like a deep lisp. Okay. So that didn't really help me yeah, <laughs> too yeah. much. So imagine s- starting to talk or say something and people going, you are, what do you yeah. say? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know what? You forget it. I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I, I think I've, I've, I've gone through so many, so much of that to the point where it's like, I didn't think anything that what I, what I had to say was important. Okay. So it was almost like, you know what? Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll just keep myself, I'll keep myself to myself myself kind of thing. So when I do put things out on my, on my socials and type out, it's like, I want to be understood. I've still got this thing about wanting to be understood and people say, Mm. John, we understand what you mean, but I'm like, are you sure? 
So I'm mm. still like, almost like I've still have to check yeah. with people. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't need to be misconstrued with anything or, you know. Okay. So, so, so where can we find that information about the project? Yeah, where can we find right. that? Uh, right. I'll be, um, I'll be, I've got my, my pages and stuff and like, we'll be letting that go within the next like couple of days. Yeah. It's cause like, basically I think I've done it the way that I've done it. I've got, I've got all my content. I've got everything yeah. which I've all, all like to show what I've been doing. Um, I've got my Instagram page, which is called like the limitless heights project. Okay. Um, which obviously like founded by myself and like, you know, within like the next like couple of days and like the next couple of, of the next few weeks or whatever, I'll be putting more and more content out there. But yeah. like, if you, if you say you can look on on my own page, which What's is like, that? Uh, Mega uh, Mega John Physique Three, okay, um, on my Insta, um, to see like like my, my partial journey. I think the journey which I'll show you on my personal Insta is just like my my journey f- so far. But yeah. when we go into like the limited size project, it's going to be more in depth and like not just more so solely just based on going to the gym and training in yeah. a certain way. I think we have to aim for a strong mind in order to get like a strong body, but like yeah. regardless of whether you have like a strong looking body, or we have to look after what's going on up here first. I'm a, I'm a big believer yeah. of um, the whole mentality. Um, yeah. Just to understand. Yeah. I think, I think it's people lack clarification, uh, honesty um, with themselves. And I think when you're not honest with yourself, uh, that's when you, you you're never going to live the best Life, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Yeah, you're what never going to get what you want. It's, it's very hard for you to get what you want and be happy. Yeah. The minute you're not, the minute you're not honest with yourself. And that's with everything. Uh, it's going with the gym. That's going with business or life or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I can and I say, it, it did take me a long time to be, pardon me, uh, honest with myself. Yeah. Because I say like, you know, I say like living so long, like under like a false perception, it's hard work. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like the whole fronting game. It's it's a hard. Yeah, yeah. Is that a front? Is that there at the moment? But all the fronting is like a. It's a lot of work for no pay or for little pay, little to no pay. Yeah, you're not getting nothing back from it. Yeah. As soon as you start like um, appreciating yourself on what you do, mm. and you know what? Yeah. So I've got you know like I've won competitions or whatever, but like you know there's there's somebody out there who's like a, a mechanic or an electrician or whatever, but like they don't get no no real recognition or, mm. or a nurse or someone who's whatever whatever position um whatever like job that you do. Mm. It's like you know you you know it's, you you we need that you know like, you yeah. need like to understand that like you know what you're you're special in what what you're special in what you're doing. What you do. Yeah, and, and, and hence why, like, um, the um, the limit size project will be for for anyone. It's not like for body, okay. bodybuilders or anybody. Just, oh, okay, it's interesting. Yeah, so like on widespread. All right, all right. So I want to end this podcast with um a quick game. I don't want to say a game, but a thing that I want to introduce here. So basically, I want you to give your best piece of advice. Uh, on whatever subject I pick out, there's going to be a few subjects in here. Okay, cool. Um, you got you got the hat. You got a hat. You got a hat. Well, I got a piece of paper out here. You're gonna, you're gonna pick out a subject, and it's gonna be a, like it could be anything now. So okay. It can be down to relationships or fitness or. Okay, let me. We ain't gonna do that. Like that. Take a pick. Take a. There's draw one. Draw one of them out there. Just draw one. Okay, we'll go for this one. That one. So yeah, what does that one say? Best um, advice. Friends and so- friends and social circle. Ooh, yeah. Oh, so best. This is gonna be based around your journey 
and and your best advice and yeah, friends in the soul circle. Okay. Um God, I could go for a while with this one. Because make uh, it make it a minute. Give you a minute. <laughs> okay, but, good job. Yeah, keep, keep me short. Rain you. Basically, uh, my advice with friends and social circles is understand that like whichever direction you which whichever direction you choose to go on or whichever whatever you decide to do for you, mm. um there will be a point where your friends and your social circle will look at you as like, oh, he's, he's a little bit different now. He's not really the same. You're always the same person, but it's just your choices, which are, which are changing. Yeah. And don't be, I would, I would say, don't be angry at your friends if they, they treat you a certain way. It's not, it's not like that they're, they're trying to grudge you, but it's just like, they don't understand. They, the don't, per- they, they don't know the new, the, they, the they, new- don't, they don't understand the new you yet. Yeah. And, if they want to understand the new you, they'll still be there in a few years time. If they don't want to understand like that, that's it. But like, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It just means that like they're, they're used to whatever age you are. So if you're 19, 20, 25, they know that 20, so if you're 25, they know that 20 years of you. And then like, when you decide to make this change over, they're like, well, no, you wasn't like that last week. You were like yeah. this. And yeah. you're like, well, this is my new thing. So my, okay. my only advice would be is to, to, to stick it out, carry on doing what you're doing and don't think that people are against you because that's what it's, that's what sometimes it feels like. They, like, oh, they're not supporting me or they're not, not really with me or this, whatever it's, but like just carry on doing what you have to do for you. And in time, um, if like they're real or if they're, they're real, they're, they're real people, they will be with you. But if not, it's just the way it goes. But keep, yeah, man, keep I think that's, on. yeah, I think that's a key piece of advice to end it on is like, whoever's going to be around will be around. Yep. Um, whoever's going to support you will support you. Who's thinking thing you hear that? Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. A nice piece of advice, bro. A nice piece of advice. But end the podcast. Thanks for coming That's today. No uh, thanks for sharing your story. Um, I hope a lot of people take, uh, the right information from this. I mean, for, for what I've taken from it is that you just need to keep pushing uh, regardless of what you've been through. And um, there's going to yes. be trials and tribulations, but you just need to, um, yeah, keep, keep focused. You can achieve anything at any point in your life, age-wise. Most of yeah. there is no there is no age. Yeah, there's no saying, age. I'm, there is no age. There is there is just there, there's just us here. Yeah, we're just beings. There is no age. Forget about a number. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no okay age. then. Cool. Yeah. All right then. Respect. Okay. All thank right, you very much. Man. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the SS Fit Finesse podcast. Um, I hope you're taking something from each one of these episodes, whether that be a bit of motivation, uh, inspiration or positivity or another lesson learned. And I hope it's helping and building you along your journey. Uh, If you feel it will help anybody else, please don't forget to share it with others. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe and like and leave comments because I want to hear your feedback, whether it's negative or positive, I will take it all on board. It's all about developing yourself and making this show the best fitness show in the UK. Uh, So please subscribe and make sure you do leave your comments and tell others and you'll be hearing from me a lot more. Thanks.